0: Let's go. All right, let's clap it up. Well, I'm the host, so I figured I needed to. (laughs) Hello, and welcome to Fantasy Football Interrupted, the show by two regular dudes, four regular dudes just trying to make it to the playoffs, and we can guarantee that that's what will get you is to the playoffs past that you're on your own uh i am your host alex k sitting next to me J mac yeah that's my guy right there and today we're taking a little turn for the worst where i'm going to be hosting the show so things are going to be up down left and right and things aren't going to go the way you think they're going to go but having said that i thought maybe we'd take a time out and uh do something we've never done before john and and kind of get to know us a little bit let's let's Pump the brakes on this fantasy football talk, and uh, I wanted to know, like, uh, how you doing,
1: Alex K? I, I'm doing pretty well, I, actually. No, I, I rescind that. I rescind that. That was just a knee-jerk reaction, Alex. I'm actually doing pretty terrible right now. Uh, not feeling so yeah, hot. Tell us more. What
0: What's going on?
1: Uh, how's the wife? Oh, okay. All right, Alex. I'm all over the place here. So we're talking. Okay, we're going expanding out here. Okay, life is pretty good. Uh, it's a little turbulent right now. I mean. Very busy with work, very busy with home life. I got a little toddler running around. So, oh, you got a little toddler. How old's your kid? Uh, he he's about. Uh, he's uh, under two. He's about seventeen months. So, under has he started talking yet? Uh, we're on the cusp of talking. We got a few words coming oh, out. Oh, that's when it gets
0: really bad yeah. when they start getting opinions and start talking back. But it's so adorable, right? Right before that. Oh yeah.
1: Well, you know, they put make you pull your hair out, but then they just do the one small thing, and then it all just you, fades away, and you just kind of melt while watching them. Have you baby proofed the entire house? We baby proofed a lot of it. It's kind of on a rolling basis of baby proofing. Like, you know, you do one thing and then it's baby proofed and then he grows and figures out how to do something else. And then then you have to baby proof that where he's like, oh, okay, cool. We put this thing in front of the shelf. But then, oh, he's climbing up on that thing to climb up on the shelf and pull everything down. And then and then you're like, all right, we got to we got to fix this. And you got everything can everything's on constant change here always
0: uh speaking of constant change do you think you'll have another one anytime soon put a pin in that one and we'll come back at it we'll, we'll talk about me for for a second i've got two kids myself a four-year-old and an eight-year-old and, and the eight-year-old's turning uh, 18 it seems the way he's acting he's locked himself in his room with his computer uh that the school gave him for his virtual learning so that's been different for us me having to be a dad and a teacher at home with a little one that runs around and like your little toddler just climbs on everything and eats everything it see- sees, even whether it's on the floor or in the trash or just
1: all uh, right these little monsters uh these kids yeah my, my guy he right now he loves to turn on the dishwasher whether it needs to be turned on or not he's found the buttons oh, and he man. just <laughs> likes to push all the buttons so that's that, always that pushes fun.
0: more than just the the literal buttons that's figurative buttons right there all right well i just wanted to get to know us a little bit i realized we'd never really talked about ourselves and for the people listening out there maybe wanted to get to know us a little better
1: we're fathers I appreciate you bringing up because it just shows that we are just some regular dudes here. We got crazy stuff going on all the time. That's it. I mean, it may seem like we are just smooth operators after I edit all our uh, ums and ahs out of these episodes. And it feels like we just are coming off the cuff here. But man, I'll tell you, up till we hit record, it is a crazy mess. (laughs) Sometimes
0: during, sometimes during as well. That's how we got the name. Um, Yeah.
1: So I want to talk about your week now. Uh, How'd your week go? Okay, so this is what I was speaking about, where I'm not feeling so hot. Alex, it was a bloodbath. It was an absolute disaster. You know, I, I'm just kind of I'm hitting my midseason swoon right now and it's not going well. Um, so I've done better. I've done a lot worse, but uh, I'm not in a good spot right now as far as my fantasy football teams go.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. I feel I feel that lull in the air. like this is this is the week where people leave in. Somebody who got COVID and they didn't check it because life's going on and you just forget that you've got so many different leagues out there. And I just I can feel that in the air right now. Like this is this is really when you have to push yourself. You know, you've got like four more weeks left to kind of make that spot. And uh, so it's kind of important to pull up your britches now uh, at this point. So I'm glad Uh, we got it. You don't
1: want to let it keep steamrolling. I'd say keep the faith. Just kind of, you know, you got to barrel, you know, buckle down a little bit because, you know, for me, it was, it started a little, just a little quick follow up on our uh, conversation last week, where I had some issues with my dynasty league and too many players on a roster. And I was hoping for the best. Well, the worst happened and my league, unfortunately screwed me and penalized me and took away my w so uh, did they really yeah.
0: that's what they went for they said t- oh man you didn't tell me the follow-up i'm glad i'm glad we got to know uh what happened from week to week uh that's that's sad to hear but
1: i love the conflict talking about just craziness i i i didn't even have the energy to muster a defense or get mad at people in the league i was just I just moved on. I kind of bitched at the commissioner a little bit because he kind of kindly reminded me that coming up on our next game, I still had too many players on my team. And I was like, Oh, you were still doing it. You were still, yeah, man, you're like, please, please. At that point, I kind of was like, I should just be defiant about it and just pretend that I didn't even realize it was happening. Anyway, Long story short, I, I dropped the players. I got back under the uh, the proper amount on my roster, but not before I gave my commission year full. But I didn't have enough energy to kind of spread that out to the rest of the league. I'm just moving on.
0: Right. And in our league, you had to go up against uh, Dalvin Cook, which I had to go against him last week. And he, he put up about 41 points. And that that hurts when that's like half of the points of the other person's You
1: know team. what? I feel like this kind of week, these weeks, you know, in these mid-season, it's kind of a balancing out. It's kind of a, a course correction, so to speak, is. Uh, is a karmic fantasy football goes where you know i might have had a week or two where i kind of escaped out of it and then this is kind of bringing me back but i still feel confident about my team i'm, I'm you know we'll, and we'll get into that later well confidence is what wins games so that's good and speaking of confidence
0: uh let's go into our quarterback top ranking i want to talk about aaron Rodgers, the number five he's probably one of the most confident quarterbacks out there with 29 points then you've got drew Locke. i keep mentioning this kid you brought week him a week out and, and like week before that, too, I was like he kind of sparkled out there. He was up there in the number four spot with about 30 points. Then Patrick Mahomes, also with about 30.8 points. Then we've got Kyler Murray. He's been doing a lot of quiet scoring this year, I feel, at 38 points. And then my guy, Josh Allen, with 41 points, putting
1: Aaron Rodgers, who I was up against, to bed. Oh, there's your boy. He popping up on the number one spot. That's gotta feel good after he's had like very two luck last lackluster weeks. Couldn't get that one out. But yeah, there you go. I'm happy for you to have your boy up there.
0: And I had to play him, uh, strictly because Wentz was on a bye. I didn't even have to think about it. So what would have happened had Wentz had gotten me thirteen points and and my dude had gotten me, you know, forty-one points on my bench, and I wish I'd invited him to the party. Well, it's something you never have to actually
1: think about because you didn't even have to make the choice. So good for you. You're me. right. It
0: was. It worked out for me. I went two and two in my leagues. Can you do our tight end top five for us, please? I'd
1: absolutely be happy to do our tight end top fives. And coming in at number five, we have T.J. Hawkinson of the uh, Detroit uh, Lions. Wow. I'm just stuttering all over today. Anyway, he comes in with 12 points. I think he's popped up uh, one or two times the past couple of weeks here, so he's starting to get some more looks his way. Evan Ingram comes in at number four. Uh, he has a touchdown in 48 yards. He had five receptions. We have uh, Irv Smith Jr. Uh, okay, yeah, that's a new one. Never mentioned that name before in my life. Uh, he's on 7% of the roster, so I don't think many other people have well. mentioned him either with 14 points.
0: Yeah, two receptions.
1: Two receptions, two touchdowns. (laughs) Uh, okay, go Keep <laughs> there going. You go. I just wanted to point that out. All right, very good. Thank you for pointing that out. Coming in at number two is Jimmy Graham. I think this is, uh, he's come up here before, but not often, but it's nice to always see a Jimmy Graham sighting coming in with 14 points, 55 yards and a touchdown, and coming in at number one for two weeks in a row, Travis Kelsey with 23 points. Not quite what he did last week, but the average Travis Kelsey you expect to come in week in and week out, 159 yards, no touchdowns, but 159 yards, that'll do it for you.
0: Yeah, I tried to trade uh, Travis Kelsey for Derek henry and albie told me i had to add miles sanders to that and i <laughs> laughed in his text
1: um yeah oh wow all right well that that's albie being albie so uh, that was I, I appreciate the laugh so that was good all right alex can you jump into our defenses yeah so anyway <clears throat> yeah let's go into our top five top five
0: defenses we got buffalo with 12 points we got the Giants against their conference games, seem to be the most ridiculous things in the world. So I can't even tell if the Giants are a good defense or if it's just something that happens in an interconference thing. But they had 13 points at the number four spot. Tennessee at the number three spot against Chicago with 14 points, tying them. Uh, also, Baltimore, uh, I guess you can number three spot, I guess you'd call it, since they're tied with 14 points. And then New Orleans, who really hadn't done much this uh, season, I thought they would do a lot. And then out of nowhere against Tampa Bay and Tom Brady,
1: they put up 16 points. An away game too. This wasn't like a game in New Orleans. It was at Tampa Bay. But uh, also I, I'll just comment. I do think if you're looking to stream a defense, go for whenever an NFC East team is playing an NFC East team, grab one of those two defenses if you just need a streamer because that's about the only time they ever do anything worthy. Apparently every single week. They're both putting up the, like, double-digit
0: points every single—
1: What Was it the—last yeah, last week was it with the Dallas-Eagles uh, Eagles game, and they both were in the top five, and but it was ridiculous. It
0: was Philadelphia,
1: yeah. Oh, NFC East. Yeah. NFC It's absurd. Year, you know what? Again, it's gone—it's it's hilarious. It's hilarious football.
0: It's no news to the homers like you,
1: but you know what is news is our breaking news. That transition. I love that segue, Alex. just a natural here— all right, so there's that much actually going on. So I am going to bring up our start off with our injury report here, and you know it's kind of again one of those times a year where it's just a lot of bumps and bruises. There's actually wasn't too any big injuries this week, but we did have CMC. He came back and could possibly be a one and done. Where he now has a shoulder injury that it could keep him out multiple games. He's currently week to week, so it's something to monitor. Especially if you're a CMC owner or if you have uh, Myle, uh, Mike Davis on your roster as well, because he could go right back into that starting lineup where he has done very well. Next, we have Jack Doyle, the tight end of Indy. He's in concussion protocol, most likely out because they have a Thursday game this week. So, going to have to find a different tight end there. Also, uh, Alex, I wanted to mention this one. I knew this would be very interesting to you. So, Josh Lambeau, he is done for the season injury to his glutus medius muscle. Um so I thought this was just very important for you to know because he is the kicker of the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I know how much the kickers are important to you. This guy, he was injured a little bit earlier uh, yeah. last year and now I love kickers. He's actually done for the season with this injury. So I mean that gluteus medius, you know, those are that's always those tough ones.
0: Uh, that's that's tough. That's going to be tough. Yeah. Uh, I think he was going to be MVP of the kickers. Uh, from all of my research that I've done,
1: yeah, I know, I know you really had him eyed up, and you know
0: what was it like six points? <laughs> like there was like a six points differential from like all of the kickers, and there was, was like one kicker. That was it. I, I'm so done with kickers. Why? Why would you even? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Nick Chubb apparently is going to be activated. Is that going to work out for a timeshare thing? I mean, like. What are they going to do? there? They were still both getting like 20 points last I saw.
1: I know. And I, you know, and you know, I think OBJ going down. So like, what else? they, you know, I think they're going to be running that ball a lot there. So keep it a monitor on that. Yes, he's being activated. That doesn't necessarily mean he's going to play this coming week, but he has to play within the next three weeks. So if you're a Nick Chubb owner or uh Kareem Hunt owner, keep an eye on that. And Alex, there's one thing, actually, uh, another item I'm going to bring up here that I didn't have on our list I sent you a little while ago. Uh, so the COVID rate is rising in the NFL, and so I did want to bring this up because I do think it could be potential because obviously it's rising all across the country. So it – Yes. Yeah, a lot of coaches are starting to get it, more employees. So, like, there's a total of 56 employees, 15 players. 40 coaches members. This yeah. is all between November 1st and November 7th. So it, it's twice the highest period. Huh? Who could have seen this coming? <laughs> Wild. Who would have known? So anyway, this is happening. So I just think everybody's got to be get ready for another turbulent few weeks where it was. Remember those like week 3, 4, man, it was just like craziness. Yeah, man, even Big Ben's got COVID apparently. He or at least is He's not going to be able to oh, play this week. I didn't week. see that one. All right, so that's the breaking news coming from our host here, so thank you for that. So also another little uh side bullet on this is I did read and they just passed this contingency plan to have a week 18 where any games that can't be rescheduled cleanly will get pushed into a week 18. So It'll be interesting to see how fantasy football handles this. My expectation is you might just lose that week if one of your players is on those teams that get pushed to a week 18. Yeah, and imagine if you're like Frankie where you have like eight players from the same team and like they've got two buys this season. That would only be sweet poetic justice if the Minnesota Vikings have to get pushed to a week 18 and he loses half his squad and Dalvin Cook. right. I don't want to, I don't wish anybody to move or get COVID and have to move these games, but just in our own personal way. No, Frankie. Okay.
0: You know, you know what Frankie reminds me of? If I were going to put him as like a team, if I were to like say like who Frankie was, Frankie's the Jets, you know, like Frankie, you know, like he has a lot of potential but then somehow manages to lose. And that brings us to our top five wide receivers. Bashard Perryman with our number five spot with 24 points. Then we've got Jacoby Myers of the New England Patriots with 26 points. And I feel like he's got a little flash in him. Maybe if you can pick him up, he's going to be on our waiver wire list later.
1: 12% of the leagues.
0: <laughs> I think if you can get him, that's that's someone that I'd say pick up now. Uh, I don't know if we'll add him later. Uh, Ty- Tyreek Hill on this list, I think he, second time this this year with 28.6 points, two touchdowns and 113 uh, receiving yards. And then Devonte Adams doing Devonte Adams things kind of wish, but he took a couple weeks off there. Like he always does as well. Also doing Devonte Adams things. You're going to have to know that you're not going to be able to use them from a good portion of the season as well but he's putting up 31 points at the number 2 spot and then Richie James first time I've ever said that name uh with 31.9 points 184 yards and a touchdown uh, i mean who are they going to throw to on that team they had i mean
1: <laughs> did he actually throw the ball to himself was he also the quarterback <laughs> one man band up there in san francisco getting it done I mean, they had uh, Debo Samuels was on the IR. Brandon Acayu got put on the COVID IR. J- Kittle, obviously, like we talked about, is done. Uh, I, I, that team,, oh, that team has just been so ravaged with injuries. like jeez, poor San Francisco. Let's do, let's talk about the running backs and coming in at number five, we have Jarek McKinnon. But before I move on into the next ones, I will actually give a little honorable, honorable mention as you have done in the past, because Jarek McKinnon came in with thirteen fourteen point three 14.3 points, but coming in at number six and seven, we had Wayne Gallman Jr. of the Giants with 14.2 points. And we had Rex Burkhart of the Patriots coming in also with 14.2. So Right there for number five spot was all uh, separated by uh, one tenth of a point. So all those guys deserve some recognition here. Uh, Coming in at number four, we have Kalen Bailidge of the Los Angeles Chargers. He is on 1% (laughs) rostered in the entire league, of our league. Uh, So he came in with 15 points. James Robinson of the Jacksonville Jaguars coming back off a bye with 15.9 points. Uh, We have Christian McCaffrey coming in at number two with 32.1 points, same thing, coming off the injured reserve to come back and do his Christian McCaffrey thing. But again, man... Dalvin Cook, he is just having a quite a two-week stretch here. Forty-three points over plus forty again, two hundred and six yards, two touchdowns, another forty-six in the air. I mean, the man is like a one-man band up there in Minnesota, just getting it done. I, I, like, there's nothing else to say. I mean, he's clearly going to probably be the well. That's not clear if I'm saying probably, but he's going to be the number one running back, right? I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I think. You need to trade him. I think it because
0: he's got like ninety-five points in the last two weeks. You should go out for whoever's got Kelsey and grab up their running back as well, so that you can replace Dalvin Cook. He's only going to get you like twenty-something points from here on out. Here on out, so that's, if you that's can a find, statement. but if you can, I'm telling you, his his chart is about to decline because it was fifty last week. It's forty-one this week. It's about to be
1: like twenty-six. To like twenty one this week. Okay, so you're saying you can maximize by getting like a fifteen plus a tight end plus another maybe like fifteen to twenty plus. If you know, if you know he's gonna get like twenty three to twenty six
0: points, that's a Kelsey right there. So grab you, Kelsey, and then whoever that person's number one running back is and see if you can't – because everyone's thinking like you are right now that, oh, he's going to get 40 points every single game. and hey, they're not, I never said I thought he was no, going to no, get 40 game. No, no, but you're saying he's going to sustain and be the number one, and I don't think that because Dalvin Cook gets hurt every single year and – they're gonna have to throw the ball at some point.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, but I, you know, I would assume they're gonna keep going back to this well until somebody actually stops them. So, and somebody will stop him, is what I'm telling you. Well, the thing is, the guy's got the. Te- I mean, the guy's got crazy talent, though. So it just depends on how much they're gonna give him the rock, more or less. Uh, but I, I, I love, I love the aggressiveness of that suggestion there to actually move him for.
0: So I'm trying to make a trade right now for Kelsey and James Robinson.
1: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, James Robinson has been a complete number one. In a- did Did you hear my suggestion, though? Kelsey versus James Robinson. Yeah. Kelsey with
0: James Robinson for Cook because right now he's so hot.
1: Okay, so just a little prognosticating in the future. Do you still think Alvin Kamara is the number one running back off the board next season? Oh, next season's where well,
0: we're gonna have to look at whatever those those
1: stats come out to. I know that. I'm just I'm just saying right now, just by from what we've been seeing the season do, Alvin Kamara still had 13 points this week. You know, he seems more steady and sure, especially in a better offense where Dalvin Cook again, it's kind of they're all just relying on him. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's 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 tough to say if Kamara can uh be that number one but they, who else is there you know he is the workhorse and and if breeze is gonna play like he did against brady then yeah i'd absolutely put camara there if, if you know if you're not gonna put derrick henry there my guy uh roll tide i've never actually had him on my team except for
1: when all right well that's enough about us alex what else is going on here
0: oh let's move on let's talk about our weekly uh weekly recap Uh, right now,
1: I think I'm in third place. Where do you sit? Are you like in fifth? Is that where you are? Uh, no, I've fallen out of the playoff rankings. My friend, I am a number seven. Uh, I I don't have the points for to sustain staying in the playoff contention. I'm in playoff contention, but in in the actual bracket, James is the one who kind of jumped up and leapfrogged a couple people. He does
0: that. He does that every single year.
1: Uh, usually loses the first four games,
0: um, which helps a lot.
1: Yeah, he's actually playing better. He's, do, he's done better this season. So I, I'm in that position right now. It's going to be a struggle with the guys I'm going against for the spot. I think I'm going to have the win-loss record to get myself in. I, I'm going to have to cleanly win getting in. I don't <laughs> think I'm going to be able to get in off of points for merit. Uh, so... You know, I still got about half a season left, so I'm I'm still feeling okay.
0: Yeah, sounds like you'll have to make some trades.
1: I uh so we'll talk about that in a second.
0: I'm not I'm not worried this week. I'm going up against uh Kyle who Pat Mahomes and Tyreek Hill are sitting this week. So that's like most of his offense.
1: Yeah, I I didn't even look forward, man. I I I just I I looked at my week this week. I'm like, I lost 135 to something, something, something. I have a honey bunches of votes as far as like (laughs) people I wish I brought on. No, everybody on my roster, I maxed out. And, you know, I, I, what, did I have any sit start debates? No, I just decided not to watch football this week. That's all. So that, that's how my week's going. Like, I just don't care. I just like, it's like, screw it. I feel like with the
0: exception of my quarterback, I have been, Honey bunches of oatsing it every single week, as you say, with all of the COVID and the injuries due to not having a preseason. Uh, I feel like that this whole season has been like, grab what you can
1: get and get them out there. I'm doing a little better today. This was, I was writing all these notes down yesterday as we're preparing and then we had to push, but I was like in a sour mood yesterday and I just was writing random things in the spots for questions that we go over and I just was not caring. So my other leagues, I was 0-2 as well. I was 0-3 for the week. Like I said, I I lost, uh, you know, I I had a, a win stolen from me last week. It's been a downer week. It was an omen. I'm just... it's So, I, I got to turn it around.
0: Yeah, we've talked about it. Fantasy football isn't everything it's cracked up to be. It's, if you're looking for money, that's not the way to go. <laughs> um, but pride-wise, it hurts a lot. Uh, let's get into strategy talk. I want to talk about Miami running backs. What are they, they going to do? You know, like, I think Matt, Matt Breida was supposed to be my pony. Uh, draft day. I was so excited. And then, what, Gaskin got hurt? He's on the IR now? Like... Who are you supposed to pick up for the Miami running backs? Do you have
1: any idea? Wasn't Jordan Howard down there for a little bit? Still technically there, but I think he was like a scratch one game, maybe at one touch. Uh, I picked up Patrick Laird or Peter Laird, Patrick Laird in my other league and he.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think Laird, I think Laird may be the one running back that you can get right now.
1: Yeah, I think he came off of the IR or something. I think he had like two total touches for two yards or something. So not a positive step forward, but maybe he just needed to get his uh, feet underneath him. So yeah, Miami, but they still won, I think. I still think they won their game.
0: Yeah, they did. They still won their game. I just don't know who you try to pick up fantasy-wise as they're running
1: back. They just keep having to sh- shuffle. I was trying to do some research on it, and they had, I think, a bunch of, you know, you're looking at practice squad guys or guys who are really down on the depth chart, and it's just kind of a who's who of who you're going to just kind of guess.
0: Right? They may be the streaming running back of the week, then. Let's – uh. Yeah. Let's talk about Dallas. Your talk, your conference there. Um, they looked good for the first half of the game this week and I thought for sure they were going to win, but I think they found a-, a way to lose. Like they like, to well, do. it's
1: surprising. That it was kind of the inverse where they were doing well and then lost. Cause usually it's, they're playing terribly and then somehow, you know, almost claw back into win the game. So I, I, I know, do I think they can right the ship this season? Absolutely not. Uh, why would they want to just lose so you can get a better draft? Yeah, pick. my question is, what effect does this have on Zeke Elliott? Like, do you do you think he's still gonna they're still gonna feed him the rock as much, or do you think they'll start sharing the load because they don't want to risk him? That's where I think it's gonna happen.
0: Th- this seems like a, a fun topic for next week. We should look at uh, how Zeke's production has changed from the first half of the season till you know, pre Dak injury to post Dak injury. And kind of see what the numbers say, and then maybe we'll find like another running back uh, on the waiver wire that kind of meets those numbers. You know, that may be an
1: interesting little project. a little self project there. Um, All right, I noted it. We'll we'll look into it for next week. We'll definitely. It's I, interesting. I it's I, interesting. That sounds like fun. Let's get into some stats. Let's dig into the numbers. Let's dig into those numbers. I like stats. I like stats. <laughs> Let's talk about Le'Veon Bell. Um, I feel like he's droppable at this point. Um, what do you think? Uh, I, I haven't even seen him. He didn't follow, coming on my radar. And did he even get any touches in this week's game? I, I don't know, man. Like, even if he did, uh, it, he's not flashing at all. It's it's not it's not his team. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing is that, like I, I just mentioned a few minutes ago, there's still just about a little less than half a season to go. Uh. So there, there's still like another six games. You know, a team like that, it's I wouldn't put him out of it. Of like him all of a sudden blowing up. Here, here's the big quandary though. It's like what game is that game gonna be? Like when is he gonna get fed the rock and they actually use him? And then it's well, is that gonna continue on or are they just gonna use him as they need it? And it's tough because they have so many weapons on that team down in K out in KC. It's it's hard to say. Yeah, they don't they don't need him. So
0: like maybe. Maybe you can trade for him and sit him on your bench and hope for the best um, you could probably trade at a pretty low value right now uh, but
1: I don't even know if you'd want to he had point eight points this past week. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was like
1: four last like four week. Four attempts, six attempts the game before. He had a total of seven yards the week before, eight yards. I mean, weeks. he's
0: completely touchdown dependent at this and point. And it's
1: pretty much the only reason they got – the biggest reason they got him, I should say, is was his touchdowns because supposedly their goal line with uh, Clyde Hilaire was not – Super great. So they were hoping he'd be their guy to punch it in, but hasn't given the opportunity yet. So I I don't, he's no personally. Is he droppable? No, just because of his history and the dearth of quarterbacks or running backs out there. I, no, he's not droppable. Is he but running the bench? Absolutely. Great.
0: All right. Well, let's talk about some waiver wires. I've talked about Drew Locke enough. I feel like you should pick him up if you can. Uh, He's clearly been double digit points from weekend to week out. Um,
1: i'll throw two out there uh they were on my radar i just haven't done anything but you know they look like maybe steady hands uh rex burkhalt uh over in new england i mentioned him in the he hit close to the top five and uh wayne gallman jr He's still out there in a lot of leagues. I mean, he's, he's there. Yep. He was it, on my list. He was on my know, list to pick he, up. He seems to be getting the ball a more, so maybe. But, again, who knows in that team? I guess. It's the Giants. I mean, like, why
0: Why would you want a number one running back on a team that has no offense? It's just I from week in and week out, I keep leaving him on the waiver wire,
1: but – he keeps putting up about. Well, it's because it's a question of it's not like Shaquan Barkley before he went down was putting up his typical numbers. The whole team is just morose. So it's exactly
0: and the last person is Richie James from San Francisco. Um, 184 yards. I don't care who you are. Uh, I'm going to put some money on Ricky James because they got to throw it to somebody, right? And they're gonna be behind, I guess. I'll give you a little, uh, little, little
1: uh, caveat on that, though. I think Debo Samuel did get uh, activated from the IR, so yeah, that's fine. But who else are who they else? gonna throw it to? Debo. We don't have every Kittle anymore. goes so. in the air. All right, Alex. Uh, I just want to say one thing. I was gonna talk about this little strategy talk. I, I'm very frustrated right now. This week was a difficult week. Uh, and I, like I said, I'm in a mid season swoon. I can tell you're very angsty. I'm I'm like a little all over the place. I'm, I, it was so happy that you ended up, this was just fortuitous that you were hosting this week. Cause I just didn't have the energy and the, the chutzpah to get through this week to hosting. So I'm very glad. Well, well who
0: knows? We'll have to ask our viewers. I may have to do it every week. I may be better oh, at it. Oh
1: man. Lobbing bombs already, Alex. I, I, you know, I was. Before you sidetracked me on my little spiel here, I was going to say you did pretty well. You know, you hit the tires last week. You know, you kind of jumped in a little bit early and, you you know, kind of let us in a little bit. But this week was the test spin. And then I was going to say, if you didn't wreck it, maybe we'll look into giving you Uh behind the wheel a little more often. But yeah,
0: no, I I definitely say I thrive uh, steering the ship more than I do just uh, being a passenger. But that's that's par for me.
1: Well, we'll, we'll say, we'll say, maybe we'll, we'll see how this goes. Uh, but, uh, back before you rudely interrupted me, uh, you know, I, <laughs> I was feeling really mad about my, you know, stolen W from my dynasty league and just the buzz saw that I went through this week. Oh, and three was a terrible feeling, just nothing I would have done. I would have lost, but I'm confident. And I, my big point I'm getting out of all this is don't lose the faith, stick with it. Everybody has these, you know, trough of sorrow moments through the middle of the season. Just be confident what you got. I'm sticking with my team. I'm not going to do a whole lot. I think I got a decent team. I got to ride through my bye weeks. I've had a few injuries. I still got the team and I'm going to just take it as I have it, man. I'm going to start my starters and I'm, I think I'll still make the playoffs. So I'm I'm not going to panic. That's a
0: good idea. Uh, You got any start sit debates for this week? Anything you probably haven't looked at any of it, have you?
1: No, I, I, I don't because I'm going to start my starters outside of somebody being on a bye week. I'm starting my starters. Chris Carson looks to be back. I'll be happy. That'll that'll get me going.
0: Good. Don't trade him. Don't trade him to anybody.
1: In fact, ignore everyone
0: who, uh, who offers anyone, regardless of how good of a wide receiver they could be. Anyway, let's wrap this up. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Fantasy Football Wins. You can find me at Alex Laughs on TikTok. It's a lot of fun down there. John, where can they find you? Who's John? Jamal, where can they find you?
1: Uh, you can find Jamal at JMAC. Or, oh geez, you can find Jamal. <laughs> I'm crisscrossing the streams on all my nicknames here, man. All right, JMAC, where can they find you? They can find me at JStravs on Twitter, and you can reach us at Fantasy Football Strategy at gmail.com if you have any feedback or questions or just want to tell us how awesome of a job or how terrible we are we love to hear everything so please hit us up please do good luck buddy all right later man.